Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing well. Got a story out of CNBC. I'm going to link it below. And remember, I've been saying this for many, many months, actually probably closer to a year, that I believe that as Europe collapses, their economy collapses, that the US is approximately two weeks to a month behind that, all right? And the reason why I say that is because of how closely tied the two economies are. Now this story, and I'm gonna link it again below, is entitled, IMF tells Europe to let consumers bear the brunt of higher bills to encourage energy saving. Now, there's a lot going on behind the stories here. We're going to talk about that, but let me hit the key points. The International Monetary Fund Wednesday warned Europe, European governments against intervening in the region's worsening energy crisis with broad-based financial support. It also goes on to say the IMF encouraged support for the most vulnerable, but said other consumers should bear the brunt of higher prices in a bid to encourage energy savings. And then it says, until now, European policymakers have introduced sweeping price controls, subsidies, and tax cuts to soften the blow of rising energy costs, which have surged across the continent. All right. So Europe is literally a basket case when it comes to energy prices right now. We are literally watching them hyperinflate right before our eyes. And the way the IMF wants to run this is they say, look, we think that the cure for higher prices are indeed higher prices, right? So as prices rise, let the people hit bear the brunt of it so that they stop using so much energy. The problem is, it's not just energy that are hitting European consumers right now. And that is, it is also food costs, insurance costs, all kinds of things are rising, all right? Now, they sit there and they say, hey, we still wanna help the, the poorest of the poor, right? Because that's what they always do. That's, that's what they do. That's how income tax started in the US, it's like, hey, it's not for the poor, it's for the rich. And then you, you see it trickle down to the poor, right? So the poor are getting hit just as much as the wealthy, right? Now, I need to preface that with, I'm talking about just straight prices, right? Um, a, a person that is low, poor or lower middle class still pays the same per kilowatt hour as a wealthy person, right? So they're saying, hey, let the wealthy hit the brunt of this and they'll stop using so much energy and then we'll have these prices fall down because essentially it's a demand destruction, right? As there's less demand, the price is gonna collapse. Here's the problem. The biggest problem is the amount of money that not only the IMF has created out of thin air for decades and decades, right? And it's also hit a fever pitch in the last two years, but also because of poor policies like what Germany did with the uh, not signing off on Nord Stream 2. That alone caused prices to accelerate in the futures markets Plus, obviously, they've had other issues, right? Because they're not energy independent. We've seen other countries like America that were energy independent say, ah, you know what, we don't want that. Let's go ahead and buy energy from somewhere else, only to see the prices skyrocket. This is going to get worse and worse and worse, especially as people don't realize this, as the IMF's calling for, hey, let the wealthy hit the brunt of this, you know, let them, you know, don't, don't give them any subsidies and all that stuff, which I completely agree with. I don't want, because every time you give a subsidy, right, or if you figure out a way of lowering prices, you're essentially printing money, all right? That is what you're doing. You're creating more monetary base, which eventually leads to higher inflation. I completely agree with that. But here's the problem. As everybody starts to cut back, as the human being starts to realize, hey, there's something wrong. Uh, I need to stop you know, using so much electricity or I need to cut down on my water usage and stuff. What they start to do is they start to cut back on everything else, all right? Not that I'm disagreeing with this. What I'm telling you is that you have to realize that human beings are starting to actually go from spend, spend, spend to all of a sudden they're starting to revert back to like, oh, let's go into savings mode and let's start to save. 
what you're gonna find is that the IMF is gonna go, oh crap, what just happened? Because everybody stopped spending, right? Because not only they're buying their necessities, but now they're going, whoa, something's wrong. And this, this shift in the minds of human beings happened in America back in mid 2007 to late 2000, or sorry, mid uh, 2007 to late or early 2008, that six month period, we started to see people literally just go, okay, I'm gonna stop spending, I'm gonna stop spending everything. And you just start getting smaller, your budget started getting smaller. And what you saw was this cascading effect of nobody going out to eat, nobody going on vacations. And these, these inflationary bubbles were popping. Uh, hotels were having to drop their rates. Uh, all kinds of things were lowering because nobody was getting any business. And I believe that we're actually seeing that right now. I'm getting word from people in hotels and restaurants. They're like, we used to be completely slammed in the spring. We are not any longer. When you expect us to be busy, we are not. And a lot of people get confused because I actually was in a restaurant the other night where somebody was saying, oh, no, they're completely slammed. And I, I went in there. Um, you know, last night I heard that about that last week on a weekend and I'm like, they're not slammed. And he goes, yeah, but it took me forever to get a table. I'm all because you only have like two people waiting tables. So what you may think is slammed, go look around. Not every table is full. So people need to, to, to catch this right. It's not all about you and how long it took you to get your table. It's the fact that not all the tables are full. It's because they have less employees, which means they're making less sales, which means that restaurant is on the verge of slowing down completely. As a matter of fact, I went out to eat with somebody that I know that owns a, uh, a very well-known restaurant in my town the other night. And he says, look, we're having such a hard time keeping staff or finding staff with food costs, costs rising. He's like, I'm losing money. How do I keep this going? And I asked him like, what do you think this is gonna look like? He's all, I don't think this is gonna be good in the near future. I think the restaurant industry is gonna be in some serious pain. And I completely agree with him. So when you start looking at news stories like this where the IMF is calling for, hey, more pain, more pain, remember, as you put people into the pain locker, the hurt locker, right, uh, financially, they're gonna start to regress in ways that you don't want them to. And I'm just saying, this is what you're gonna see over the next uh, 90 days, 120 days. People are gonna wake up in Europe and they're gonna start to really slow down their spending. And you're gonna see it hit in crazy, crazy ways. All right, with that being said, I thank you so much for watching. I'm gonna link the story below, The Economic Ninja is out.